Welcome into another episode of the Delco Duo right here on PHL 17. Saturday nights, I'm one half of the Delco Duo, Monica Cryan. And I'm Jenna Meisner. Thank you so much, as always, for spending a little bit of your weekend with us last weekend of February. Okay, good to know. Good to know. (laughs) A reminder to you. February went way way too fast. It always does. I mean, it's a short month, but leap year this year, so special February. It is a leap year, and we've been talking a lot about it because our friend Kelsey um, is due soon, and she really doesn't want to have a leap year baby. I don't blame her. I can understand both sides of it. it. It is a very cool birthday to have, but then you don't have like a true birthday. Right. It, you, it, when you're not celebrating on a leap year. Right. Because on a leap year, you do. You've yes. got your, your February that's every, 29. Every four years. So Right. But that's every four years. And I always thought it was so funny when people would be like, you know, when you're like 16 and they're like, I'm four actually. And I'm like, okay, this is so weird. But, I actually would want to look that up. Like how many people are born on a leap year? Is it like right. a New Year's Day baby? Like, you know how the news goes to like the hospital, like the first baby, yes, that's first a- baby of the new year. Is there a first baby of the leap year? We got it. We got to keep track of Maybe that. It we got to be see. Kelsey's baby. Maybe it could be. That would be a news story. Oh. And that actually leads us nicely into our debrief. Mm-hmm. Let's get right to it. We were recently talking about, it's always a topic of conversation, you know, millennials versus boomers, Gen Z versus this, that, the other. And um, all of our kids are going to be Generation Alpha. So this was news to me. Right. Monica told this to me, and I haven't heard anything about this. I wasn't right. looking for this information because I, I still just, I'm still caught in Gen Z. I feel like all we talk about is Gen Z. Yes. But you're saying that now, I think it's 2010 to 2024 is Generation Alpha. Right. So here it is. Gen Alpha 2013 to 2025 is the years. Oh, wow. That's that's so, okay. A little bit over 10 years. That's what I always find so interesting is that generations are so long. Like, that's that's a long time. (laughs) Newsflash. Newsflash. Generations... (laughs) I always thought they were like 10 years, but they're they're a lot longer than, uh, they're like... So your parents years. are boomers. My parents are boomers. My and parents they are, are quintessential boomers. What's a quintessential boomer? Um, <laughs> Say it nicely. They might be washing. I, I think that's always the thing is... Every There's, generation gets a bad rap from every other generations. Every generation gets a, a really bad rap, but... Uh, and boomers are going to be so annoyed with me I think a majority of our viewers are boomers boomers so shout out and to the boomers. love you, love guys, you guys and all you. that you had given to you <laughs> you still didn't answer the question you are still avoiding my um, question uh so well let's let's focus in on uh generation alpha and their characteristics okay let's this hear is, this is gen this, we are kids yeah, Gen Alpha, and there's always the tiff. So is it Alpha because we've run out? Obviously, Gen Z, like we're done the alphabet, so now I, we're getting into the Greek alphabet? Is that why it's Alpha? Okay. But no, because you had boomers, millennials, and then it was... But then it was X, wasn't it X, Y, Gen X. Gen X was in there somewhere in between... Okay, so it's, it's reminding me of like the hurricanes. You know what it is? Gen X was in between boomers and millennials. Anyway, I can't keep it straight. There's too many. Uh, and then it's Gen Z, and then it goes um, Generation Alpha. So what are the characteristics? First, digital first generation. Like, Obviously, everything is digital, and I see that. that. It's already proving to be true. Yes. Socially aware and vocal, climate advocates, well-traveled at a young age, 
passionate about mental health, um, prefers so this visual is content. Predicted? Or no, I guess because we're already in it. It was 2013. Yeah. Right. I'm just thinking of our kids. Our kids are obviously very little. So yeah, I mean, oh, I love this. So this is here we go. We see it again for 2013 on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I see that. And it, again, I think there's always the tiff like between generations. So millennials are always judging Gen Z. Well, we're millennials and all we care about is avocado toast and we're never going to be able to buy homes. Yes. What they, that's all they say about millennials right and then boomers are the ones who paid like a dollar for their home and they walked to school in the blizzards yes but now they're selling their homes for a million dollars and can't understand why millennials are having such a hard time um and then gen z are just like you know too cool for school don't show up not committed (laughs) kind of thing and then, which I oh, Generation Alpha apparently are going to change the world. I, I mean, they are I, climate activists. They are well traveled. They are woke. They are social. They I are, love them. They are all things. They are the generations that's going to save us all. Uh, well, I hope so. I mean, my, I'm trying to think of where I've taken my eight month old. He's been to Avalon. He's so well traveled. Oh, well traveled. Well traveled little guy. My kids have been to Florida. That's it. There we go. The Bahamas. We Uh did go to the Bahamas. Generation Alpha sounds so powerful. I know. Like, I don't want to mess with Generation Alpha. Well, because it's like the the alpha animal, like the alpha Alpha dog, the alpha alpha male. Like, everything's like, alpha's a good thing, so, or you're powerful. So, hopefully this is a... Better than Gen right. Z. No, I'm kidding. But we love still you, love Gen you, Z. boomers. Gen Z's not watching us. They are they're yeah. on TikTok. They're like doing their get ready with me. Okay, let's get to our first issue of the evening. Monica, this one is coming from Chuck from Chad's Ford. Yes. My brother and sister-in-law came to stay with us for a week, and we had a great visit. After they left, I found a thank you card with $200 inside. We are not an Airbnb, and I am offended. Nobody said you were an Airbnb Chuck. This is ridiculous. This is crazy. That they should not be offended? They shouldn't be offended, no. no Absolutely not. That is, a, that is a nice gesture. That is a overly nice gesture. It's a, it's a very nice gesture. They did not mean it to be like, oh, I, I, you know, I hear you're having hard times or, or something like that. As you think Chuck took it that way? Yeah, I think Chuck took it that way. Like, they have more money than me. So, like, and t- they're they, trying they to show it. them? Like, yeah. And thanks, thanks for the stay? No, and I, uh, Chuck, uh, Airbnbs don't cost $200 for a week. <laughs> I was going to say, I wish. It costs 200 a night. Airbnb was $200 for a week. That would be pretty nice. Right. Maybe not cash. Maybe they should have left like a gift, gift card. card. Like a gift card to dinner, a gift card to yeah. a show or something like that. That might sit better with people than just straight up cash. Yeah, I definitely think they could have gone like a Wawa gift card would have been I would, I would have loved that. But if they're like, staying hey, with coffees? them, maybe, you know, they're not familiar with the area or they right. don't know where exactly. to go to get them a gift card. I do think if it, it is odd that they didn't say anything, that you kind of stumbled upon this. Like, they could have been like, hey, we left you a card um, with something nice in it just because, you know, we're, we're so thankful. Thank you for letting us stay. This was such a fun time. Like, that's all you have to – that's what they should have said on their way out. But since they didn't, you still don't need to be offended. Or they could have just treated maybe throughout the week, yes. like to a dinner. Like, thanks for having us. Let us get dinner tonight, or mm-hmm. something of the matter. But do not be offended. I think that's really nice. And Take nobody that cash and spend it. Nobody thought that you were an Airbnb, Chuck. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we are talking about driving and seniors driving on the roadways. Up topic. It is. So stay with us. 
and welcome back. You're watching the Delco Duo. Monica and I are now deep in research of how generations come about. There's no official group or committee that names a generation, but it's really hard to find the answer of exactly how they get these names. Right. It's so weird to say, like, there's no organization. So now I'm like, well, then what is any of this? It does seem like it ends the alphabet and you start again with right. alpha, but then to your point, boomers and millennials are not right it, who, alphabet. So that's we who need are a commission, you? and and we need to be a part of this commission. Okay, um, that sounds boring. I do not. But I don't want to name a generation. It was just so funny because me and Jenna are looking this up. Like this is how we look things up for the show. Is I just googled it, but then I talked to texted Google. Like how old is that? I was like how. Do you name a generation? Again, I've said it before. You don't come to the show for facts. <laughs> you come for advice. You come for advice. And that's what we're about to do right now. So let's get to our mm -hmm. second issue of the evening. This one's really long, but I think it's important. So we're going to read the whole thing. <laughs> Megan from Middletown. Oh, the other ones are not important. No. <laughs> I just want everyone to be captivated. Okay. I'm watching this. I'm like, I'm not reading that. All right. Every now and then I would meet my older cousin for lunch, but as time goes on, her driving skills are failing. She will not let me drive because she says her car is too low and she has trouble getting in and out. She insists on driving, but I am afraid to be in her car with her. Actually, she should not be driving at all. How do I tell her I don't want to drive with her without hurting her feelings? Oh my gosh. I think that this is a problem that so many children, as their parents are getting older, face. So when you realize that your mom or dad should no longer, or in this case, a cousin, yes. should no longer be on the roadway, that's really hard because yeah. that still is like, they're, I'm an adult. I, I agree with you. Go, come and go where I want to go. And if I want to get into a car, that's what I'm going to do. And, and, and then they get more, because they're getting older, they're so stubborn yes. about it. Don't even suggest. And I think it's so funny because I'm sure you've had a, a similar experience with your grandparents, with, with my grandparents, and everybody has that time when it's like, I just don't think they should be driving anymore. But it's not, it really at a certain point shouldn't be for us to decide. It needs to be like a law. That's, that's what I was going to say. I think, I think there should be a point in time we pick an age, mm -hmm. whatever age might be. We can all vote on it. We can all decide together, which Let's, we can we never make a decision. So many other we can't make a decision things. on anything else. So I don't know right. if we'd make a decision on this one. But we decide this age and then you retake the you retake some sort of driving you test. Need to retake a test. And you get your license renewed. We all get our license renewed, but you don't have to take any tests to do that. Yeah. Maybe when you've surpassed this age. You but take like, the test. Think about it. And I, I cannot stand the laws in Pennsylvania. How many times do I have to go get my car inspected? Once a year. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Do you know how ridiculous that is to every year take my car back and be like, yep, everything's working. Thanks, guys. Here's $200. Yeah, here's $200. Please give me a ticket so it says I can drive the car that I paid a bajillion dollars for. Don't even get me started on that. I think that needs to be every two years, first of all. But if we're going... Every year to get our car inspected, they need to be inspecting the drivers. That's far more dangerous. That is far more dangerous. The drivers are far more dangerous than the cars. So now we need to be inspecting these drivers. And a lot of the times, it's actually more dangerous for other people on the roadways when you have people who are not comfortable driving. Yes. Like, there's nothing worse than being on a big, major roadway and, like, a car that's in the fast lane going yes. really slow. And I understand maybe you're, they're uncomfortable, but that's actually putting not only themselves at risk, yeah. but everyone else around them. And another point of that, so my husband Tate, his grandfather 
still wants Peepaw. to drive. Pepe. 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 <laughs> They're French Canadian. Pepe still wants to drive. And, you know, he is, is exactly how you described it. Stubborn. Like, I, I need to go here, go there. He's a man that always wants to be busy. Well, a couple of months ago, he gets into the car and he has a phone, but he doesn't know how to work the maps or the GPS. He gets lost and now no one can find him because he... Amber alert. (laughs) Did they send out an amber alert? Or a silver, sorry, a silver alert. I I don't think that he would apply for that, but they eventually (laughs) found him, but he got all turned around because he's getting older and he's confused a bit and he couldn't pull up the maps or know how to work them. They couldn't contact him. It was a whole mess. That is so So heartbreaking. It's just another example of why we we need to reevaluate this. We we need laws for it because now it's a lot of pressure on families. And like, again, my my pop-up went through this. Um, My mom begged him. Like, stop driving. Please stop driving. But there's only, what is she going to do? Physically keep him from driving? No, that's not going to happen. And he, she, she begged him and he said he, he could drive. He was fine. Gets in a car accident. And, and it, it's just, it's too late at that point. But then you have the other end of the spectrum where my mom's mom didn't have a license. And she was driving Miss Daisy. Mm. She loved it. She had to get yes. to the doctor's appointment, get to the grocery store. My mom drove her up, down, all around no Delco. Way. I and love it. Passenger princess. I think my grandma was the original passenger, passenger princess. princess. And that's so cute. that sounds good to me. I mean, I would like to be chauffeured around when I reach a certain age. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's two ends. There's two ends. But we got to get to the question here. Oh. How, how do we make sure that Megan doesn't hurt her cousin's feelings? I would, I would frame it as a safety. Like, I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to get hurt mm-hmm. or me to get hurt. So... I'll drive. Hey, I, I think at this point, your cousin's going to drive no matter what you tell her to do. You keep yourself safe and say, hey, I, I'll meet you at lunch. I'll meet you there. I'm, I'm going to drive myself. You've got, or pretend you're out already. Hey, I'm out. I got my hair cut. I'll meet you. Protect yourself right now because she's going to get a continue. different car. <laughs> she says it's too low. She's trouble getting in and out. Oh get a different God. car. Don't even get me started. My pop-up had every excuse under the sun why you couldn't get in his car. He had to be in his car. It, it was always the too low or the too high thing. And it was like, please, pop-up, just stop driving. All right. Well, best of luck. Hopefully this goes well for you. Coming up next, we have one of our own issues to talk about. And it's sort of like a combined issue, I feel. Normally it's like one person. But stay tuned. Yes. I just remembered the issue. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back to the Delco Duo. Before we get to um, our next issue, which is one of our own, just a quick reminder, you can find all of our full episodes mm-hmm. on our web, YouTube, Spotify. You can listen to them even if it's not Saturday nights. Yeah. But then it's so weird because then you're listening to them like Saturday night. <laughs> well, any time of the week, it's perfect. It, 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 this it turns can get in- you into a weekend mood. Absolutely. Well, this is a podcast at its, at its heart. At it, yeah, at its roots. Yes. All right. Let's get to our own issue. Jenna, what do you got? All right. Meisner needs an advisor. So obviously in a very visual job like television, you open up the door to people who love you. You open up the door to people who hate you. Mm -hmm. You open up the door to criticism. Criticism. At the root of it. So people don't hate. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
I mean, in general, I'm not talking about me. Of course, right. they love me. I'm just saying people in this job. Yes. So, anywho, this is what is it like? Mean tweets that Jimmy Jimmy yes. Fallon does. Oh my gosh, Jenna, we should do that yeah, one day. We should Read the mean tweets. We should. But that's sort of what this issue comes down to. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna read you a little bit that we a little message we received. Someone left this on our website. Yeah. So we we receive criticism comments all over the place on on social media. Um, email, uh, and then on People our website. People find ways to tell us they yes. don't like us. And that's fine. We, I, I enjoy this feedback. This one I particularly enjoyed the most. I enjoyed the newscasters on PHL 17, but who decides what they wear? They are the worst. The clothes are matron looking. Jenna needs to do a makeover. And I don't mean that in a bad way. She's young and her clothing is horrible. The dress she has on today looks like a potato sack. <laughs> They need a better stylist. So shout out to Carol. Carol. A.K.A. Karen. We we love you. Um, So I read that comment and Monica and I started talking about this idea of matronly looking clothing. What is matronly looking clothing? Because I, I think people aren't using that word correctly. When I think of matron clothing I think of like Amish oh is that what you think of yeah okay like the like just long sleeves buttoned up you know not not form-fitting whatsoever because it is and even like an older look sometimes it can I think mother of the bride Mm. like with the jacket yeah and all the fixings like very long dress with the jacket that okay. to me it, when I think matronly matronly yeah yes. I could see that a little bit of a heavier look I think we're both thinking of like a little bit of a heavier look mm-hmm. just like clothes wise um and it's so funny because then you wear like a little bit of of a lower <laughs> yes. cut shirt and everyone's like oh my gosh my scandalous. eyes yeah my eyes I can't so I, I one I would just like people still think that they're stylist. I would oh my goodness, can you imagine? No, how amazing that would be. I think that's what people I forget like, about. Oh, in, in, I would in news. You know, we're number one. We're working in in quite the change of an industry. The industry has changed so much. We definitely don't have stylists. We don't definitely don't have people makeup. doing makeup and hair, I, and that goes throughout the entire industry I mean yes I think when you get to like national news oh, mm-hmm. like you know CNN sometimes they'll have someone come in and help them with clothes but for the most part they're even picking out their their dresses and outfits that they wear every day yeah. so it, that's gone by the wayside so yeah we're picking out a lot of our own stuff and I'm so sad by this comment because the dress that she said looks like a potato sack my mom has actually said I do not like that dress <laughs> it looks like a potato sack she said it I mean, like a potato sack. Maybe my mom is Carol. Mom, are you being Carol? Because now it was it was a cute little brown dress. I thought I was showing some leg. Even when we were getting ready in the morning, they were like, wow, your dress, like you're showing some leg this morning. And I was like, okay, oh, matronly. I am now matronly. And that dress will not ever be seen again on the lights of PHL 17. Yeah. but I should have posted, I should have put a picture up of what it looked of like. Of your dress? You guys could have voted potato sack. Versus- is that dress coming back out? It has to. Yeah. We only have so many dresses in this rotation that in about four months, you'll see it again, Carol. So I hope you're watching that day. And I don't know, maybe I'll throw a belt on. Maybe I'll do do something. There you go. You know, give it some more form for you. Form form fitting, because I think it's just the shape. 
it's that maybe there's no shape. And to it. some people will respond. So like when you get comments, do you respond to these people? Like, should I respond? No, I I actually Carol. really don't. Even if they're saying, um, even if they're saying like the nicest things, like oh my gosh. I love that dress on you. You should wear more of that. I won't necessarily respond to that because, again, I don't want people. I don't want people to think that that's all I'm doing up there is wearing something. Oh, it's not about the clothes. It's not about the clothes. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, a forecast. For, Do you like the forecast? But for a lot of people, it is. I mean, people mm-hmm. like it, it's it such is. like I said a visual job that when they tune in, like you. Before they even listen to what we're saying, a lot yeah. of the times they're looking at what we're wearing, and it, yeah, it is times, unfortunate. But a lot of times when I've gotten some bad feedback, guess who's on the phone calling me with the same feedback? Your dad, my dad. <laughs> yeah, don't wear that again, and then, and then I won't. That's a, that's a, that's won't. a good point. Like we already have the toughest critics in our parents, <laughs> our so parents. we don't need you guys to. Okay, <laughs> we do not need you to. But we do. We've got thick skin, and so sometimes yeah. you know. For the oh, most it's part, just fun to laugh at. Thank you, thank you. I do for love potatoes, so I will use that dress to hold my potatoes <laughs> that came out we a lot longer i love our potatoes all right trivia where is the oldest public african-american burial grounds in the united states this is a good trivia question thanks jenna for coming up with it all right where is the oldest public african-american burial ground in the united states as we wrap up Black History Month. The answer, let's see it. Eden. Eden Cemetery in Darby. Opened in 1902. Mm-hmm. So this is actually, I think, a really impressive trivia fact. I mean, in the United States. 1902. So that came from Visit Delco. Thank you so much to our friends over there for that question. Mm-hmm. And I just think Delco, like, we're so close to Philly, obviously, and Philadelphia, so, so, so historic. But so is Delco. has yes. so much history. It's insane. Like, that is something that I never would have known. Right. And and, and it's a, it really does get you thinking and like, okay, let's go visit. You know what I mean? Go go check it out. There's so much history. Yeah. So, again, that's in Darby. I wonder. PA. Next thing we need obviously. to look up, like, the famous people or, or you know, oh, yeah. historical people buried there. Yes. Yeah, yeah I did. I did see there was a long listing of different names. So mm-hmm. if you want to check that out again, Eden Cemetery, 1902. Phew. All right. Delco Duo, ways to talk to us. If you want to leave us really nice comments like Carol uh, or anything that you want to say to us, Delco Duo at PHL17.com. Jen actually, is really opened to it. Yeah, she's, I actually love when we come in like on a Monday morning after the show has aired and just going through the emails. Like yes. I just, you guys are really funny and <laughs> I really appreciate all the things you have to say. And we do read every single email. Uh, we might not always respond, but right. we, we always see the email. So thank you. Yes, obviously. Delco Duo at PHL17. 17.com or our social media channels as well. Um, and then again, you can always find us on Spotify, YouTube, and the web. And as we head into March, our next episode, we'll be talking about some fun things that are happening in March in, in March. Delco. Uh, so new month after this one, but in, what is it? In like a lion, out like a lamb. <laughs> that is what it is. There, That's what it is. We'll be coming in like Rawr. a lion next Saturday night on the Delco Duo. Hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. And we will see you next week. All right. Bye, guys.